baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Cowboy. Cowboy. is Sammy Hagar. I've traveled more to see this guy. I've traveled more to see Kid Rock than anybody else. And I've been in country radio for how long? I mean, a long time. But he's he started out as an alternative guy. Yeah, I'd go see him now. And then he was a country guy, and then he was a pop guy, and now he's rock, and he's a little bit of everything. He's universal. Uh, have you heard his latest song? Anybody send that oh, to yeah, you? Oh, yeah, we played it. Oh, to, you, we played it on the air. You, you did you, not play you it on the air. you got to bleep it if you play it on the air. <laughs> I was Heavily say. edited. Yeah. Uh, okay. He just puts on a great show, i got to tell you. He just puts on a fantastic show. <laughs> I saw him show. open up for Metallica over at the racetrack. Well, one time at uh, Riverport, uh, I saw him, and he was so mad about the ticket prices. Kid Rock was so mad about the ticket prices, so he dropped all the prices down to, what, 20 bucks, I think, one year, wow. and $4 beers. And, uh, you know, he always hired the... Uh, entertainers from the east side <laughs> to dance on the stage. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, there's your service charge right there. And oh he pointed my gosh. <laughs> Poles installed it anyway. Anyway, <laughs> second member ready on the great outdoors. That It was outdoor concert. We could talk yeah, about that. I just got a visual. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. There, there you, you go. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. Hey, uh, glad you're with us here. Bo Matthews, Mark Cox, Carl Middleman. Possibly for the last time. <laughs> no, well, Mark's not going to be here next weekend. Oh, no. no, I'm going to CPAC next weekend. I'm I'm leaving uh, and going down there to do do my show, my morning show on 97.1 on Thursday and Friday. Thanks to just let me mention a couple of my key sponsors, uh, Hanson Street Service and Victory Men's Health. Uh, they're helping make that possible. So we're going to go down and we're setting up interviews with some of the big wigs. Uh, Christy Noam's going to be down there, South Dakota Gov. Never met her. I don't know that we can get her, but we're going to try. Of course. Um, Ron DeSantis, Ted Cruz, uh, uh, Eric Schmidt, and Billy Long are, will be there who are running for the Senate Missouri. Just the who's who, Matt Schlapp, the who's who of conservatives go to CPAC. Well, and gun supporters. So uh, Beto O'Rourke will probably be there. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, he's probably not allowed in the state of Florida. <laughs> I do not want to blow past your sponsors that are involved uh, to make this happen because I heard you mention it on your show this week. Thank you. And I, I think it's cool when you when you have like minded clients that want to support what you're doing. And that's when I heard that, I thought, you know what, that is really cool that they're doing that. Hanson Tree Service and Victory Men's Health. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Are they going on the trip with you? They, I, they're welcome. I to, could see Chad going, but uh, yeah, Chad would go. <laughs> Chad Hanson would go in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and and has this been a long time planning? Well, I've wanted to do it. it you know, it's just it's a, it's just a matter of finding the sponsors and, sure. and getting down there and making the arrangements and all that. And this seemed like the year to go because of what's these twenty twenty two midterms are going to be huge. Mm-hmm. I think for Republicans, so there's a lot of um, there's a lot of enthusiasm and and I'm. Just want to go down and talk to the movers and shakers about the important issues. That's great. And Second you, Amendment will come up. The border may come up. I mean, 
Oh, it all should come. Usually, up. Tom Homan and a lot of those folks show up down there. So, we'll look. We're looking forward to. it. Are you booked at uh, Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> it's a little bit north of there okay. in Orlando. It's in Orlando. <laughs> so it's in oh, Orlando. Well, so, yeah. But Trump's coming up from Mar-a-Lago, and he's going to speak on Sunday. That's not a rumor. That's actually That's happening. That's true. He said he's coming. Yep. And He'll so, uh, so can I ask when you fly back? Saturday. Oh, so you're going <laughs> to so miss gonna that miss part. It. So listen, you're going to love this though. A long time last year, I raised money for. Uh, Respond to Rescue. Of course right? you did, yeah. And they asked me after I did that if I would emcee their charity trivia night, which is coming up next Saturday night, oh. like on the 26th, I think it is. So I have to be back in time to do that because I told them I would, and I'm, I'm good to my word, right? So I'm coming back on Saturday, and then I'll go out and do that to trivia night for Respond to Rescue. And uh, and that's this weekend or the following next weekend? Next weekend. Okay, yeah, okay. So you've got to be prepared. Otherwise, you'd be on the beach for the week. Wouldn't that be a nice <laughs> vacation, Mark? Take no, that's Monday. all. Those are those are never the, relaxing, are they, Carl? No, it's a lot of work. You're up early. You're doing a morning show, and then you hope to grab a nap and oh, yeah. partake in some of the festivities before you have to get back up at oh dark thirty and do the show again the next day. And then you know, there maybe some there could possibly be some rest and relaxation and libations on Friday afternoon. Right. That's maybe. what. That's, that's on my who's goal. Talking it, because they talk. They start. Early and they go most of the night. Yeah. Sure, so sure. if it's in the 80s there and the 30s here and there's a pool, I might just have to go to the pool and drink. <laughs> might have to mess one of the I'm just saying. I'm, but I'm, where you're staying, you might see people at the pool. True. Yeah. Uh, nice. So do you have a security team? You have a big production crew going with you? Yeah. Okay. Me. Uh, Mark, uh, Carl's not going? No. The greatest no. producer on the planet's not doing going it, with you? Doing it, uh, doing it myself. Thank you. It's amazing what we can do Someone's with these phones. Someone's got to run the show here. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> exactly. excited. Well, I'm excited for you, man. Uh, you know, checking it off your bucket list and uh, and hopefully. Have you, ever, have you ever thought about running for office for anything? Sure. And? I like, served on the city of Wildwood for two terms as a, a city councilman. Did you enjoy that experience? Eh, sort of. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't not enjoy it. It just, it, if you're going to do politics as a living, you've got to run for jobs that pay a little, that pay enough to pay your bills, or you have to keep working at your day job, right? So you can't be involved in the media. You couldn't be a TV reporter and run for office. You got to give one of those up to do the other one. Same with radio. You can't be a radio host and run for office because of the whole equal time thing. Your your opponent would get as much time as you did if you're on the air twenty hours a week. Guess what? That's a problem. So. I've never seriously contemplated stepping away from my livelihood on the hopes that I get elected to do that. Because what do you do yeah, if you don't? Yeah, but at certain levels of, of government, uh, senators, congressmen, they're millionaires instantly. Not, well, but they're making 180000 a year, which isn't a bad salary, don't get me wrong. But you have to maintain two residences, one in D.C., one here. Right. And you have a family and you got responsibilities it's a big commitment where does the where do the politicians with millions come up with that money well they do insider trading and lobbyists. <laughs> and lobbyists. lobbyists i was trying to lead you down that path mark there's it's a reason <laughs> there's a reason that the biggest socialists in the senate get me started on bernie sanders private owns three homes yeah right and he's never held down a job outside of public service how's that possible yeah a Thank lot, you. A lot like a lot of people. Yeah, uh, I anyway, uh, I, I know we wanted to talk about uh, the uh, Remington settlement. Uh, broke my heart. Um, and I actually used your line of uh, blaming the fork for me being fat on St. Louis Talks this past this is week. just silly. Um, I, I feel so bad for the Americans that work at this company. And I, who's who pays that? Is it out of their pocket? Do they have insurance that covers that? Do we know? I don't know. 
Okay, so I, I, Sandy saddened, Hook is what we're talking I'm about. I'm saddened by it that they that they settled. They must have been afraid they were going to go to some jury trial that would be biased and maybe give them a bigger settlement to these people. Yeah. It just I, what happened there was a horrible tragedy. My heart breaks for all those parents. As a parent myself, I couldn't imagine no. going through that. However, if a drunk driver hits you and kills you. It's the drunk driver who's responsible, not the Ford Escape they were driving. You wouldn't go sue Ford for marketing the car the wrong way because you're angry that your loved ones died because somebody got drunk behind the wheel of a Ford and drove and hit you. How is Remington any different? The the AR-15 is the most popular sporting rifle in America. There are millions of them out there, and nobody goes out and buys one just for the purpose of shooting someone. And in this case... Adam Lanza killed, stole his mom's gun and killed her with it before he went to the school and committed this crime. What did the maker of the gun have to do with that? This was a mentally ill teenager. Unfortunately, his parents were aware of his illness problems and still chose to let him be around guns. Now, that's a parenting mistake. But in no way do I see the the financial liability of the gun manufacturer here. It's a shame. I wish they hadn't settled, but it makes me want to go out and buy a Remington this weekend at this gun show we're going to talk about just to support them. That's a good point. Uh, just like uh, Oxford High School, uh, Jason Crumbly, I think his name was. Uh, you know what? If there's a lawsuit against that gun maker, that, that that's just so wrong. Thank you. It's like it's like uh, dying of heart disease or uh, obesity and suing all Chef the fast Boyardee. food. Yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah, suing all the fast food restaurants. The interesting part about this article that I found on Campus Safety was um, about the settlement. Was part of it? Uh, they agreed to release uh, Remington Arms re- agreed to release thousands of pages of internal company documents. What would that uncover? I, I don't know. They're that, a gun manufacturer. This is, well, this is about vengeance. That's it. That's it. It's yeah. a lawsuit about vengeance. I don't think any of those families, they'd much rather have their child back than get rich. I don't think they did it to get rich. It, they're, they're gun banners. They want guns banned. They want to make it it's a money illegal. Not illegal. They want to make it too expensive to manufacture guns because of the flood of lawsuits that are going to happen after this settlement. Yeah. They're going to be flooded with them. The, uh, this particular suit is accusing Remington of uh, prioritizing profit over public safety. Garbage. Again, let's they talk sold about a gun. Let's talk about your automotive uh, uh, analogy, because when this conversation comes up with uh, people that don't think the way you and I think, uh, they they say, "Well, what if the brakes failed on on the car that killed you know someone?" Well, that's a whole other story. That's not. That's like the uh, the uh, the the guy at the Christmas parade that ran through the crowd and killed seventy people. No, that's the person driving it. There was no malfunction in the vehicle. There, you know, that would be called out. This, it's not like this gun malfunctioned, right? They're just saying that it did they did what it was supposed to do. Yes, and what company in America, in a capitalist society, is not looking for Does profits? It market their their product. Yes, yes, it's for profit. It's sad. It really is. And protection. I want to add that in there, too. Um, Okay. So uh, the PBRs this weekend, (laughs) and we have an opportunity to talk to the Tom Brady of the PBR. We're not talking about Pabst Blue Ribbon. (laughs) Well, we could. Professional Bull Riders. Professional Bull Riders Association uh, is coming to town, and I, I just have to tell you, man. I got to meet one of these guys years ago when I anchored at Channel 4. He came in to be on set with us and do an interview. Um and and he he brought that vest with him, and it's like a piece of concrete that they wrap around. You. Right, it's like a 
Think of a Kevlar vest, except it's hard. Yeah. Like you have to squeeze into it, and then it snaps together in the middle and zips up so that if the bull steps on you, it won't automatically break your ribs. Or gorge you. That's I guess another, it yeah. would keep you from getting gored. Uh, yeah, uh, and I, I've got to believe that the advent and, and the, the popularity of Yellowstone and 1883 and all these shows, I think that's got to be, even City Slickers, people that probably watch City Slickers <laughs> are like, I want to be at a rodeo. And Bo, they announced the new one, 1932, this week. 1932. Yeah. That's going to be the one between 1883 Get and Yellowstone. Get out of here. Okay, well, so 1883 will wrap up, and then you can watch what would have to be John Dutton's grandfather or father. I father, father if he was born in the 30s, because Dutton was probably born in the late 50s, I would guess, uh, based on Costner's age in the movie. So it'd probably be his father coming up on that ranch. I thought I was awesome? bring, I thought I was bringing the information. I thought the next <laughs> season from Yellowstone is going to go to fourteen episodes. Did you read that part? Seven and seven. They're going to break it up and they're going to do nineteen thirty two in between them. A mid season break. I hate those. Okay. <laughs> Have you been keeping up with eighteen eighty three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. It, it really Great. it's done well. It moves a lot slower but than you, Yellowstone. But you can tell that Elsa is the predecessor of Beth Dutton, can't you? The daughter? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Wild as a Hellfire. buck. Hellfire. She's, oh. she's a cowboy. Uh, lightning with yellow hair, right? Lightning uh, yeah. with yellow hair. Uh, so be I it. believe that the PBR <laughs> is going to be packed with people this weekend because of shows like that. Uh, it's it's just that good, and it's a great event. I've been to it many, many times. Uh, years ago, do I have time to tell, tell a quick you story? Have one minute. Okay, real quick. Uh, Bobby's Nightclub in Fairview Heights used to do a rodeo out behind their, their, their bar, <laughs> Every weekend. And Mechanical we, bull? No, 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 no. The real, real live rodeo. Okay, all right. And we did Mexican poker. That's where four people sit around a, a card table, and just from the audience. Uh, they release a bull into the arena, and the only prize they're getting is a T-shirt from the radio station. And people did this. They sat down at this card table. The last one to get up. One? It, it wins, wins the T-shirt. <laughs> The lady wins it. She's 400 pounds. She comes running up to me. She gets her T-shirt that probably doesn't fit her and says, I don't even have health insurance, but I'm so glad I won. I'm like, <laughs> are you crazy? Rodeo fans are nuts is my point. Hey, man, we're going to talk uh, to uh, Silvano Alves, one of the legends of the PBR, coming up right here on Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. Right Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I'm just a cowboy Lonesome on the trail A starry night A campfire light Wow. Thin Lizzy. The coyote Irish Cowboys. I did not pick that up in my memory bank. I'm so sorry. This is Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. <laughs> Uh, thanks to Carl Middleman for finding something so obscure that nobody's ever heard, except in Lizzie. Best producer in the business. Way <laughs> he, to go, Carl. He really is. is. Really well great done. song. You know, have you ever been to this event? 
the PBO. I have. I have. Years ago when I was uh, at Channel 4, we had one of the writers uh, come in and... For the PBR. For the... for the Yeah, for the PBR. And well, he was... It was impressive, I have to tell you. They, they brought the vest in that they wear, which is hard as a rock, sure, right? Sure. And uh, let us feel of it. it was, of course, it was too small to fit around my gut, but... <laughs> It was pretty awesome. Put it around your kneecap. <laughs> yeah, You'll be exactly. fine. Uh, you know, it, it, they are amazing athletes for sure. And if you've never been to the PBR, I, I did it one year, years ago, and I got to sit in the Budweiser box, like right on, the, right alongside the arena. It was fantastic. And I've been to rodeos all my life and really excited to talk to a, uh, a world champion, uh, Silvano, Silvano Alves. This guy... He has got street cred like you wouldn't believe, and he's got a big bank account, too, like most <laughs> cowboys do, right, Silvano? Hey, yes, sir. Yeah, right. Every every cowboy, John Wayne and every other cowboy that's been on a working ranch uh, on Yellowstone, they all yeah, have big, yeah, big yeah, bank yeah. accounts. Welcome to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, sir. How are you? Good, and you, sir. Thank uh, you for inviting me for part of this. How how many of these uh, events do you guys do in a year's time before we get to your uh, your trophy case and talk about that? Uh, this year, the short season, because it changed a little bit, but normally 28, 30 events a year. But this year, the season changed for January to May, probably 22, I think so. Wow. That, that, that is impressive. Now, I, I have to ask... Um, how old are you now, Silvano? Uh, Thirty-four. Thirty-four, and you you yes, you do twenty-eight of these during the short season. What kind of physical toll does the season end up taking on you? I just have to ask. Oh yeah, I need to work hard and like to stay healthy you know, on the body because I need the out time using my body. My you know, I need the health and no insurance, nothing, just to keep it great every day. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of ibuprofen, I'm thinking, uh, on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. what, so so what is like, okay, when we talk football or when we talk uh, baseball, you know, there's a life expectancy of a career for one of those players. What is what is your, not life expectancy, but, in you know, career. to, to yeah. be a career, how long is your career? Do you go till you're 45 doing this? No, no, just a couple more years. That's it, you know. I don't want to be, stay long for this because it's, no, nah, because uh, every time I told him, I don't write for because money or superstar or like some something like that. You know, just a, a ride boot because I lost. And uh, but I don't want to ride Steve Wood because and and Steve, I need to be like uh, you know, I need to take care of my life. You know, absolutely. Right? Have, have fun with my family. You know, got a just a couple more years. That's it. Well, just three more years, I think. Well, if people have never been to watch one of these professional bull riding events, uh, I hope they take advantage of it uh, when you guys are here in town. It f- first of all, I have to. I've always wondered when I see folks do this, and I, I've been to lots of rodeos around the country. Just got back from Montana last summer. Went to the local rodeo oh, yeah. there. Love the bull riding. A lot of these people are, I mean, they're they're beginners, and you've been doing this a long time. How in the world did you decide this was the sport for you? Uh, because then it comes for my my family. My I'm a third generation for the bull rider. Okay. Because my grandpa in Brazil is a broken horse. It's my dairy, but bull rider, but just a regional local, you know. Yeah. And, and me and third guys for 
and I'm my my man to just ride bull just for close to home, you know. But every every time it's barren, barren, and follow my dream and come here to United States, you know. Has, I want the best in Brazil, but in the after Brazil and we go win everything up there, and the people's invite me here, come to United States and come here, try and stay here for rest of my life. <laughs> well, uh, a question for you: um, Did you ever work on a working ranch? Yes, yes. And I so, worked a ranch before, and um, all my family, and um, my grandpa and my dad had farm there in Brazil. And and uh, working milk cows, working farm there, you know, help like a cowboy there before. Yeah. And so did they? Did they think when they saw you doing it uh, down there? Did they think you were a natural at this? This was definitely your lane to get in. Like if I'm a baseball pitcher or a football player, you know, people are naturals. They, you know, they it just comes easy to them. Did this come easy to you? Yes, <laughs> yes. Before I ride bulls and roping. You know, and then just to try ride because I saw all my daddy ride some 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 local event and just to ride in front of me work there for fun, and uh, and I like and I try I try for if it doing better and if better and I continue but and better and better and stay continue outside. <laughs> wow. Well, Silvano Alves, our guest right now, he's uh, he's one of the stars, one of the legends with uh, professional bull riding. Unleash the Beast Tour. They're coming uh, the 18th and 19th, so you're going to have an opportunity to go see him at the Enterprise Center, and obviously tickets are uh, still available. We hope people show up down there. I just want to mention, just for people who maybe don't follow the sport but love to go watch as spectators occasionally, so Silvano's three-time PBR world champ, uh, 2017 Global Cup Edmonton event qualifier, 2014 PBR World Finals event winner, 2010 PBR Rookie of the Year. I mean, that that's an impressive career, sir. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it, sir. And um, if the guys here in St. Louis never been to Burade and they can try watching this time, go with the, the arena, go. I think a lot of people have fun. For first time. Oh yeah, it's 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 definitely one of the been of the top spectator sports in the uh, world over the years. Um, you know, the other thing that he holds on to, it's like picture picture a pro bowler throwing consecutive three hundred uh, games. Well, uh, our guest here, Silvano, has a PBR record for twenty four consecutive qualified rides. Nobody has ever done that. It does some, What's the record before year twenty four? Was it twenty three or was it less than that? No. 16. Oh, wow. Oh, no. You shattered it. <laughs> this is awesome. This is awesome. So when you come to a city like St. Louis or when you're traveling around with the PBR, uh, do you get a chance to visit the city, eat the food, things like that? Yes. Just not much. Just a little bit. Not much. You're not like a rock star. <laughs> yeah, you're like a rock star. Do you guys have tour buses, too? Yes. Like rock stars. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it, so... Yeah, so uh, l- let me ask Silvano, um, have you ever suffered a, uh, a serious injury? I mean, that that's taken you out of competition for a period of time? Yes, I have two bad injuries all my career. In 2015, I'm number one again when I'm broken my hip. And uh, I'm still out for seven, eight months and back to ride at just in the finals. And after this one in 2019, in the Springfield here in Missouri, 
and uh, the boost step in my kidney and uh, don't this too is too bad injuries all of my career wow are you a, are you a married man <clears throat> no oh so you so you don't have a wife going i don't think you should go back on that thing uh, you know uh, when you when you have a title like an event like unleash the beast tour which which bull is the baddest of them all on this tour that you're in this year oh this year i have a, i have the best bull in the world like his name is upa Opa? The, the old champ, Upa. Upa. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, the last, the old champ last year and number one again this year. I have like um, Midnight Party and the best bull to rank bull. And a um, couple rank bulls have like emulation too. And a lot of top 10 bulls is ranking. It's just so hard for rides, you know. Man. So, so uh, when you talk about the, the the record for qualifying rides, how long do you have to stay on that very angry beast in order to for it to count? Is it seven or eight seconds? Just eight seconds. Eight after seconds. Eight seconds. Yeah, eight seconds. After eight seconds, you can jump off. But during during eight seconds, you can touch. Uh, just stay one hand in the top of the bull. The other hand, you go the higher. In the, you need to touch any part of the any part of your body, you know? Just wow. Durant yeah, Okay, so I've seen cowboys get hung up and they couldn't get off the bull. What's the longest you've ever been on a bull past that eight seconds? <laughs> Not much, but sometimes it's hang up in the, and then they help for the bullfighter for help us for you know, and, yeah. and and those guys, the the rodeo clowns or the bullfighters, those guys are really they are in they are so important in your in your sport, aren't oh, they? Oh yeah, yes, very important. Yes. Do you tip them every uh, time they save your life? Yes, after God in <laughs> bullfight. At least tip a little whiskey, right, or a little tequila. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, yeah. yeah, I hope people check this out again coming up, uh, of course, uh, this weekend. And you can go down to Enterprise Center and see it. Uh, EnterpriseCenter.com, uh, is that what it is here, Carl? You can yes. get the tickets on there. They range in price from 15 to 105 bucks. I'm sure you can probably get them at the door if you go down to Enterprise Center. And you just, if this is something everyone needs to experience at least once. So I hope people will yeah. turn out this weekend and unleash the beast. Okay, I'm going to ask the question. I've got to ask the question. I'm so sorry. Uh, Silvano, are, are you a Yellowstone fan? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I say that because so many people, like we talked a few weeks ago, the Dude Ranch business is huge because of that TV show. Yeah. And I just learned yeah, that uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, it's, season, season five is going to 14 show. episodes. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. What yeah. were you going to say? Yeah, this is Mason episode, you know, in the film is really, really good. I watch it every time. And and with, after your rodeo career with the PBR, will could you go on to a movie set like that or a, a, a TV shoot like that and be an advisor? If you got a chance and people invite me, yes, for sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Just looking yeah. out for the future for you. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's our, our pleasure to have one of the legends of the sport of uh, professional bull riding on, Silvano Alves, only 34 years old, but holds a whole lot of records already uh, in, in bull riding. And Silvano, good luck this weekend, and thanks for giving us some time. Thank you. Appreciate your invite this absolutely yeah silvano alvez great getting him on here uh world champion world final appearances 11 of them over the years wow that's impressive this is like tom brady 
category. It really is. It is. It Except is. he gets on a very angry 2,000-pound <laughs> animal that wants to kill him. I mean, I think Tom Brady had it a lot easier. Hold on. If we add up the poundage <laughs> of the front line of the opposing maybe. team. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. And they yes. have, uh, yeah, they have direction. Uh, okay. Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors continues. After this segment, we're going to talk uh, gun shows. Gun show. Come down to the gun show. Cowboy's life is the life for me. Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Oh, one of my favorite songs. I don't know the name of it, but I I don't know the name of any rock songs, to be honest with you. It's but, Skinnerd. No, it ain't. Yeah, it is. Barry Manilow. <laughs> Saturday Night Special. Oh, yeah, I do know that. Oh, good choice for this segment, which is brought to you by Razorback Armory. Razorback Armory is your gun concierge uh, just near, right there in De Pere, near Manchester and 270. Start at their website and see what this uh, store is all about. You'll be so glad you did. Go on in there, meet Brad and Jesse and their crew. They'll take really good care of you. You're looking for something really specific or maybe a, a suppressor? They are the guys you want to go to. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, proudly sponsored by Razorback Armory. Go to RazorbackArmory.com. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for this segment? Looking for something to do this weekend? We got some great ideas. Well, after the big freeze uh, we had, uh, you know, you got the PBR thing going on, and who doesn't love a good gun show? Tom, I could waste hours there. Oh, and you should, and you should, you should waste lots of money there as well. But I do want to find out because this this particular gun show is a little bit uh, titled a little differently: Missouri Arms Collectors Association ninety second Gun Show this weekend at Arnold Eagles Hall. And Tom Knox is our guest. Tom, welcome to uh, to uh, Second Amendment Radio, sir. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. You do these a lot. Now, is, with a uh, title like this, uh, the Missouri Arms Collections Association, somebody uh, just asked me before I walked in the studio, is this like a only the gun collectors, or is this like your traditional gun show? Well, it, it is a traditional old-style gun show. The, the other gun shows in the area are put on by out-of-town promoters. We're the only one that's locally produced. And they will sell tables to anybody who will pay for the tables. And so they have, you can buy windows there, gutter guard, <laughs> jewelry, <laughs> you know. The uh, ice cream of the future. And everything else, along with, with guns. But we, we don't have any of that at our show. So it, it, although it's a small show, 125 tables, it primarily is is all firearms or firearm-related. It is about 50% newer stuff and 50% collectible stuff. And none of the local collectors set up at the other shows anymore because they've been pushed out because these promoters bring in their own entourage to set up tables. Wow. So, yeah, I know I've been to your shows before, and I'm looking forward to this one this weekend myself. I'm going to get down there at some point over the course of the weekend. Um, what what, uh, what continues to be the thing that's driving people to gun shows these days? Is it is it handguns? Is it rifles? Is it all the above? Yeah, it's pretty much all of the above. There, In case you're not aware of it, there was, because of the COVID and Remington was not producing anything, uh, there is a real shortage of ammunition. 
Uh, it's start, the, some of the more common calibers are starting to pick up, but like at hunting season last November, guys couldn't get 30, 30 ammo. They couldn't get 30 out six. They couldn't get 270 the hunting ammo. And so that's everybody's always looking for that. And then you have your target shooters and, and the like that are just looking for regular ammo to, to go out at the range with. Um, there is still kind of amazes me a big desire for all of the plastic guns, which is not my thing. If it yeah. gets past about 1950, I really don't care. But, <laughs> you know, I understand that this stuff is liked and that people like it, and that's fine. Uh, the older guns, World War II military guns, and on back to the Civil War are still popular. And so there is a collecting fraternity here that this is about the only show they can go to and find that type of thing. And so do people like to bring out what they've got in their gun safes and, and show it off? Or get it appraised? We encourage people to come in because we have table holders there that, that collect all a variety of different periods. And if they just want to know about their firearm, if they want to get an idea of value, we encourage them to bring it in. There's no cost to it. Uh, if they have something that they just need identified, which happens a lot, they'll find it in Grandpa's house when they clean it out, whatever. They have no idea what they have. You know, that's part of our mission, the Missouri Arms Collectors, is to be available for that type of information. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's good stuff. I, I am always impressed, I'll have to say, and we're talking to Tom Knox from the Missouri Arms Collectors Association. When I've gone to these shows over the years, um, the, the depth of knowledge that you can find from the people that are there. I mean, even if you've got a question about, like you mentioned, a, a gun you, you inherited from your grandparent or something like that that's old, I am always so impressed. I mean, these people uh, eat, live, and breathe this stuff, don't oh, they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and so uh, what are, what, what's a, a crazy story of somebody that brings a, a firearm that, like, is a one-of-a-kind or dang near one-of-a-kind that, that's brought to your shows uh, in the past? You've done 92 of these, or this is going to be your 92nd one, so you've seen some stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I Probably the, the, the one that sticks in my head is when the family actually walked into my shop with a rifle that they found in the rafters at Grandpa's house. And they had no idea what it was, and it was a, a, a Henry rifle from the Civil War. It was attributed and marked to an Indiana infantry regiment with the gentleman's name on it. And they said, can we get a few hundred dollars for it? I said, you can get $20,000 for this gun, and I can't afford it. I wow. said, so, I, but I gave them a couple of people to contact and they talked it over and they ended up putting it on loan at a civil war museum in indiana which is a proper place for it to be so you never know you never know what's going to walk through the door here you never know what's going to walk through the door at the shop or at the show i'm sorry and so it's that's what we all sit there and wait for all weekend. <laughs> i bet you do to trade stories at the end right <laughs> absolutely uh, Tom, do you uh, do you also have vendors that just uh, uh, rent out space just to show off what they have? Maybe not necessarily for sale, but they just want to show people the history of these firearms. Yes, absolutely. Uh, one of our board members who has three tables there, he will have some antique firearms for sale, but his he gets off more on putting things <laughs> out with like Colt 
firearms with factory letters that gives the history of them when they were made, when they were shipped to, and and to be informative and to help people as much as he can. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. And, and for all of these guys, just like Tom said a minute ago, these people brought this gun and they had no idea what they had. Right, it's absolutely. not about taking advantage of anybody. It's about educating them. Uh, and I, I, you know, I, I've done it myself. I, I had a, a World War II pistol that I inherited from my dad, who got it from his uncle. Uh, and I, I took it in and had him look at it at one of these shows one time, and it was very informative. I wasn't there to sell it, uh, but they were telling me that the the case that it was in, the holster. That which, which which it was a P thirty eight that the holster might have been worth more than the gun. Oh my! Yeah, there, that's so there, cool. Yeah, there are odd cases of that. Yeah. Uh, everybody assumed it used to be in the olden days, ninety shows ago or whatever, yeah. that when people had World War Two or military guns, that they would put the gun out on the table and throw the holster in a box, and nobody cared about keeping them together. Now, the holsters are the key to making a complete rig, and we've all realized that there aren't nearly as many holsters around as there are guns, so the value of them has really gone up. That is crazy. You know, it's it's almost like, you know, in the summertime, in the nice weather, you go to car shows. The, the same minds uh, that people like going to car shows go to shows like this sure. and really soak it in, and, and it's so cool. Um, i got to ask, do you, do you ever have, a, like, a theft issue or anything like that at, at a show like this? I mean, I, not I, if they're smart. say that in our 92 <laughs> shows, we have never had a firearm stolen. Uh, two weekends ago at the show up at the convention center, which, again, was one of the out-of-town promoters, there were two AR rifles stolen. Yeah, see, this is so this is. It, yes, it is a concern. It's reminiscent of you know, like the 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 burglar goes in, you know, the robber goes into the wrong bar because it's the bar yeah. where all the cops go to after <laughs> shift. <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you you have good security on your own, but uh, I'm excited for you. Where where's uh, your store, Tom? My store is Alamo Military Collectibles in Lee May, and we've been in business since November 11th, 1989. And we basically deal in military collectibles, Vietnam and earlier, going all the way back. And we we are licensed firearm dealers, so we do deal in firearms. But we also deal in the regalia and the insignia and everything else connected to the military. Boy, you're in a great place for that, so close to uh, Jefferson Barracks, too. Uh That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's great. And I hope hopefully uh, people uh, show up. Uh, How many of these do you guys hold a year, Tom? We we only hold two because it's all of pure volunteer and we're a nonprofit organization, and so to keep us all sane, we only do two of them: one in February and one in October. Yeah. What kind of numbers will you expect through in a in a normal weekend? Uh, it, it all depends on the time of year and the weather, but we usually somewhere between eight hundred and fifteen hundred people. Good for you. Outstanding. And hopefully by your exposure on this show, uh, we we send you a few more. (laughs) Well, that would be quite helpful, and I appreciate it. And if you do come out to the show, be sure and tell them that you are my guest, and then there won't be any charge. Oh, how nice of you. We appreciate that. So normally, though, it's what, nine nine bucks to get in? Is that right? Yes, nine dollars to get in. I'll be there Sunday because I have to be at the shop on Saturday. Uh, So, and if usually I'm around the front door because just helping out. Well, Bo, Bo and I are both maybe planning on coming down, so we'll be sure and look for But you. also, first responders and military people get in for free. Oh, well, you buried the lead. Yep, there you go. 
Okay, I like that. So again, first responders, military, just show them your card or tell them tell them who you are. Now, when you say that uh, we are your guests, you're not talking to everybody listening to this program. You're talking <laughs> no, no, to Mark no, and me, it's right? You two. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm just clarifying. You yeah, know. that's good. I'm glad you did. Oh yeah, yeah. I listen to that Bo and Mark all the time, and they said I get in free. I'm their guest. I'm Bo Matthews. Yeah. No, oh no, don't do that. Okay, Tom, you better know what we look like. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll we have Arnold Police there to check ID. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. All really right, is. Tom Knox from the Missouri Arms Collectors Association. Great job, buddy. Good luck this weekend, and we'll uh, hope to meet you up on uh, well over the whole weekend. But uh, Mark and I will try and get by to meet you on Sunday. Sounds good. All right. All right, Tom. Thank you. Uh, that the Arnold Eagles Hall, by the way, it's seventeen twenty-five Jeffco Boulevard down in Arnold, and you can check out their oh. website at Missouri. ArmsCollectorsAssociation.com, where you can find out more. Okay, we're, we're still building next week's show because you are skating on us again. Yes, yes. Next weekend, I'm going to be in Orlando uh, for the CPAC convention, the, the uh, Conservative Political Action uh, Convention down there. Donald Trump's going to be there, yeah. and uh, Ron DeSantis, and just a whole bunch of uh, big names, and we're going to be down there covering it live for my show Well, we'll try and figure out. Yeah, we'll try and figure out what the heck we're going to do on Second Amendment Radio uh, next weekend, but man, have a safe trip, and uh, enjoy that. You've never been, right? I have never been to CPAC. Looking so forward cool. to it. So cool. Yeah. Alright, thanks for listening to Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Have a good rest of your weekend. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.